0: Hello everyone, this is a Bridges of Meaning Discord conversation. I'm Job, and today I'm joined by uh, Andrew K. Hi, Andrew.
1: Hello. How are you?
0: Uh, we got a bit of uh, audio cut off. I'm doing fine. Uh, um, can I, I'd you hear like me now? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. I, I'd like to ask you what I always ask people, uh, and that is what brought you to the Discord.
1: Um, uh, that's an interesting question. Uh, it goes by a chain of people pretty much that all starts with, I would say Steven Crowder. I remember one day I was on YouTube just looking around and I saw one of his videos, one of his change my mind segments. And it was the, uh, there are only two genders Change my mind. And I thought that's a pretty interesting video. Uh, maybe I can learn a little more about why these people are talking about all these gender things. And maybe I'll actually learn something to talk about with other people. So I had a watch and I found out I learned absolutely nothing about <laughs> why people think there's more than two genders. But I really liked this Crowder guy. So I kept watching his stuff. And one of his videos, this guy named Jordan Peterson was on his show and he did a little interview. And he was also a really cool guy, I liked what he was saying, so I started watching some of his stuff, some of his lectures, some of his, uh, I started his uh, Bible, uh, what it, what was it called, the Bible, something to do with the Genesis. Yeah, I, yeah the I don't psych- really psychological
0: significance of the biblical stories.
1: Yeah, something like that, at which I haven't watched yet. <laughs> I started, <laughs> but I haven't actually watched it through. But... And I went to one of his, um, his talks in New York because uh, I live in New Jersey. I got to go to the New York one, which was, it was really interesting and strange because here are a bunch of people filling up this auditorium for like theater acts and, and speeches and all sorts of stuff. And there's just this college professor standing there talking about some book he wrote mm-hmm. <laughs> about how men should behave in the world. And its it was really odd, but pretty cool at the same time. And I brought my brother with me. And I don't know what he got out of it, but I had fun. And so, yeah, that was Jordan Peterson. And I forget how, but sometime after that, I started watching Peugeot's videos, Jonathan Peugeot. Mm-hmm. And I really liked them because of all the symbolism he pointed out in modern day stuff like movies and books and everything. And I really like how he relates it to the Bible. So it's interesting to see how all these biblical stories and stuff relate to the real world. And it's so much easier to see that with that symbolic worldview as well. So I was watching a lot of his videos and I bought his brother's book and I started reading the book. And then all of a sudden, A new video came up from Peugeot where he had this interview with this guy named Paul Vanderclay who had this big white beard. And I'm watching him, and I think that's pretty interesting. And He's a pretty interesting guy, but I didn't think too much of it. But... You know, I started watching some of his videos and I realized, oh, I really like this guy. He's saying some pretty good stuff, the usual with everyone i come across. Right. And then all of a sudden he says, oh, yeah, we have this Discord. And there's only a – I think you can only have 100 people join at a time. So as soon as you see this, click it. So (laughs) I went right to that button and clicked on it and started talking to people. And that's how I got to this Discord because I just wanted to – I mean – I've been looking for somewhere to talk about, you know, Peugeot stuff, Peterson's stuff, uh, and Vanderclay stuff, with other people because around here, or most of the people I know that I'm friends with, they're not really interested in the symbolism or, you know, the deeper meanings of the stories and everything. I still have friends that are Christian and stuff like that, but they're not really. They're not really interested in all that sort of thing. So it was really cool to be able to get into a Discord with people who actually are talking about this kind of stuff and who I can learn from. And I've learned a lot over however much time I've been here. I've learned a lot from all the people here. So yeah, that's my story about getting to this Discord.
0: Right. Yeah, because you started out uh, talking about Steven Crowder, and I wondered, like, huh, usually it starts with Peterson. But there was actually, in your case, a step before it.
1: Yeah, it was very interesting. Um, I always hear when people come to Vanderclay or something like that, they always say, oh, yeah, I saw Peterson. And Mm -hmm. it's interesting to see, you know. And the funny thing is, before I've been watching Steven Crowder, I was watching other channels, one of which was the H3H3 podcast. Some people will know about that. And the interesting thing is they did an interview with Peterson a while before that which I actually didn't see cuz I wasn't watching their channel at the time so I could have seen Peterson earlier but I ended up not. <laughs> so yeah, it was Crowder. And it was really weird. It was just it was just this one day where YouTube the YouTube algorithm happened to show me a a video by Crowder and all went downhill
0: from there <laughs> and uh, you you're saying that you you liked finding a discord because you have Christian friends but you otherwise don't have people to to talk to about this particular stuff kind of re- reminds me of how Pichot yeah. says he doesn't talk uh, symbolism uh, with with right. his friends basically so
1: yeah I guess so because uh I mean I could talk about it a little bit i can mention some things like sometimes we'll be watching a movie or something and i'll 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 see something very interesting and i tell my friend about it and they're like okay <laughs> and that's about it and they, they're not opposed to it but they're not like involved in that sort of thing so then here's i see a community of people around this whole so-called intellectual dark web with all these people so i figure the people who are here are probably talking about that stuff so yeah it's really good to, good thing to have
0: and your uh, your brother who you uh, took along to peterson he wouldn't be interested in any of this
1: i don't think so i'm not really sure what his views are on any of this he doesn't usually talk about it but <clears throat> i took him along to peterson's uh uh, lecture and he seems to enjoy it somewhat but he also also he hasn't read the 12 rules for life at the time neither did i but he's also not seen many of his lectures or anything so i'm not sure if he knew what he was about so <clears throat> but it, he, there were some things that peterson said that he was like oh yeah actually that's kind of a useful thing to know about but other than that i don't know i don't really talk to him much about it
0: so what, what what makes you want to, to talk about this stuff with other people? What, what about this draws you in?
1: I guess it's because I think that I'm learning a lot from all this and gaining much more understanding about how the world really works and what's really going on in it. And I'd like to have that for other people as well because all this stuff I've seen from high school (laughs) has showed me that uh, and other times I've seen that the world works a lot differently than it seems to. And that's kind of cliche and obvious, but it's just every time, all the time, I'm learning more about how the world works. And there's All this material by Peterson and all these other people who grant such a different perspective on the world that I think a lot of people would be missing out to not see all of that. And I know a lot of people who have never read any part of the Bible or who are not at all interested in any kind of philosophy or theology or anything, and... I realize now how even if someone is not religious how they could be missing out on so much. <clears throat> and even John Berkay has said that where he said <laughs> he's like look I'm I'm not really religious but if you haven't read the Bible you need to there's so much in it. <laughs> you need to see all this stuff that's in it. And I think he's right and I I would like to see more people be able to engage in that sort of thing. Not everyone's gonna, not everyone wants to but I figured that every time I've seen some material where it has popped out to me in some way that I figured was useful, I figure if I tell someone else that thing, they might have that popping out experience as well. So yeah, that's what I would like for other people too.
0: Yeah. I got to say, I've, I found that quite rare. Like, as far as I've been open to people about Peterson, their their perspective of him is usually not what I would call my own. I mean, you, you could see that similarly echoed in the, the AMA that Bishop Barron had on Reddit recently, where he had asked me anything. And uh-huh. he, he mentioned in the introduction that he talked to people like, you know, JP and Shapiro. And people are just generally very negative about Peterson and I'm thinking, okay. You could say, well, that's just Reddit. Yeah. But I've had it similarly. Yeah, like the funny he,
1: thing is Oh, sorry. What was that? No, go ahead. Go ahead. You know, the thing is, I haven't actually <clears throat> seen too much of that myself. Most of the negativity is that I see is towards more political people like Shapiro. <clears throat> but Uh, all that I've ever seen of Peterson is just uh, not a whole lot, actually. I don't really see a whole lot of negativity other than all the controversy from the Bill C-16 stuff. I remember there were a bunch of people shouting at him somewhere about that. But other than that, I don't remember seeing too much negativity. But I do have one friend (laughs) who apparently has heard of Peterson. He says, yeah, apparently anyone who... uh, has watched Peterson's stuff, uh, you'll suddenly hear the word presupposition out of their mouth a lot. <laughs> which is <laughs> interesting.
2: Um,
1: and I have another friend who, um, I don't know if you guys have heard of Freedom Tunes, but I've showed him a couple of his Peterson-oriented videos. And my friend seems to think they're pretty funny, so at least he's exposed to Peterson in some
0: Yeah, I uh, I liked Freedom Tunes last episode with the, the Jordan Peterson Thanksgiving. That one was very well done.
1: <laughs> the Peterson Thanksgiving. I'm thankful for. And then everyone gets mad at him.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that yeah, was that's... well done. Y- you gotta wonder what. Seamus what... does a good. Sorry. Uh, I, I was saying you got to wonder what, what family gatherings must be there now, what, what they must be like nowadays, given everything that's happened. And
1: Yeah, gee. I mean, there's always that guy that at Thanksgiving who you're not sure is going to be political or not. But if Jordan Peterson's coming to your Thanksgiving, it's a whole Pandora's box. You might not know what. But uh, yeah, I imagine you know once you get like super famous or something or successful in some manner, then you go back to a Thanksgiving dinner. It's like, oh, hey, uh, it's you, the superstar. How's it? Like,
0: right, it's basically this big elephant kind of in the room. Up.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, as 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 far as. Uh, you trying to to get people to this discord as as far as i've tried it peterson doesn't seem to be an angle that works very well i mean unless you're already at that scene like andre came here because i dropped him a message on the peterson subreddit oh right but as as far as yeah I don't, i'm not really
1: sure what draws people here i know for me it was just that I wanted other people who were talking about that thing that I couldn't seem to talk about other I'm not sure I guess I gotta watch some of the other conversations to find out more but I don't know why other people have gone here
0: yeah it seems to be so it mean, wasn't necessary so yeah we keep having some audio issues where you cut out and then I think you stop talking which you actually haven't give me a quick second <laughs> gonna make sure the cat's quiet hang on Oh,
1: maybe it's because i'm maybe i'm releasing the push to talk too soon
0: oh that might be but i i I mean i think my cat's been on like 15 minutes of recording now so i'm gonna put it in another room one
2: second (laughs) okay so what i think is happening is that there's a a specific language and like a a structure of ideas that is really inaccessible if you're not integrated within the structure so that's why you're not able to talk to other people about it because there's so much required information before you can actually get yeah come I guess. around um well i think there's like an investment on the other party that people are just not uh, prepared to make because they have their normal lives.
1: Oh, okay. That makes sense. Give me one second. I'm gonna get inside. It's raining like crazy out here.
0: Ah, that's that. Uh, bag yeah, very nice.
2: In- <laughs> Hello.
0: You're back. I'm back. Yeah. <laughs> That's a bit different audio. Yeah, I'll 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 cut out the silence later.
1: Okay, good. Uh, That's all right. So, okay, what were we talking?
0: I think you want to hold that button a bit longer, but um, okay. Let's see. So. You've been on this Discord for a pretty long time, I think. By now, I think you've been here for you know, at least four months, would you say?
1: Uh, yeah, I would say four months is probably good. Probably as long as this Discord been.
0: How long has it been around? That's a pretty good question. I actually don't know. Iron Root, you were here huh. very, very from the beginning. How long do you think this place has been here?
2: Uh, I think about half a year. But it's st- well, you started converting, right? So you should know, right? That's that's your area. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I started yeah, the pastor now. converting.
0: Yeah, I, I that was like around the time when I had that conversation with Andreas, but that wasn't recorded. I don't have a timestamp for that. I mean, it's probably about half a year and we're at about 600 members now. So I, I didn't
1: now. come in too late then.
0: No, uh-huh. no. And I'm still surprised That makes by. sense
1: because I remember that...
0: Go ahead. What do you say? Oh, I, I said how I'm still surprised by the amount of new members we're getting. Like that's, that hasn't stopped. And they come in bunches. Oh,
1: yeah, it's crazy.
0: <laughs>
1: I remember the video that I joined in. Mr. Vanderclay said something along the lines of, yeah, we made this Discord and, you know, we have a link, but it only does 100 people. So I was like, oh, it must have been made recently. You know, he's talking about how they just made it. So, yeah, I think half a year.
0: yeah we've been pretty lucky concerning the, the lack of trolls and otherwise just you know the amount of absolutely <laughs> very interesting people from all walks of life and irreligious, mid-conversion, uh, very religious uh, so I mean because I'm getting the impression because I actually don't know, but you you seem to suggest that you are you are a Christian, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, and I think I think <laughs> I think I'm a Catholic too. So
0: okay, and has has being a member of the Discord influenced that in any way, or have you, you know, are there new things you oh, think yeah. about?
1: Yeah, um, yeah. There's a lot of questions that I would have that have been really helpfully answered because of the discord so yeah definitely this discord has helped that in some
0: could you give you an example I'm not sure how I should say that.
1: like um <clears throat> yeah like there's a lot of parts of the bible that sound weird or i don't quite understand um where I'm able to just like, there's a couple examples. One of them in regards to Catholicism is that you're not supposed to call anyone on earth your father. That's what somebody, I think it was Jesus who said that. I don't remember, but, and I thought that's kind of odd. I mean, I, can I not call my own dad father? That's kind of weird, but in Catholicism, you call the priest father too. And a lot of people who are more Protestant and stuff like that seem to say, well, see here, it says you're not supposed to do that. So why would you be a Catholic? And there's these questions like that that I was able to have answered here, uh, where, you know, people would say, well, and people who are Catholic and of other religions would say stuff like, well you know uh the purpose of that was not that you should just not say the word father to anyone on earth the purpose is that god is supposed to be your father your ultimate father something like that and nobody else should be above him in that sense (laughs) something like that and then there's another example uh what was the other example I had another one where I, it was another thing that people say, well the Catholics do this but they shouldn't they're not supposed to because it says here in the Bible not to do that but you know it it's a lot of stuff like that that I would ask questions and I would get really good answers where I'm saying oh yeah that is kind of ridiculous that you know why would I why would I be opposed to this faith because of that so and there's other questions in general like um all sorts of things that Jesus has said and you know all the all the ways things that Jesus tells us we should and should not do and I get confused on some of them like turn the other cheek well are we just supposed to be pacifists all the time and other things like that so yeah lots of those questions I got really good answers on because of this discord that I wouldn't get elsewhere I don't think (laughs) I don't. If I went on a JVP Discord, I would get uh, as good answers as I got here. <laughs> I can't say for sure, but I've been on one before, and I would—that's how I think I see it.
0: Right. And that's also not something you would, you know, discuss with your Christian friends, like these types of, like, "Hey, guys, what do you think about that?"
1: Well, actually, a lot of these um, contradictions and stuff, uh, and stuff like that have been brought up by some of my other friends. So <laughs> I can't really discuss that with them because they're already biased to one side. <laughs> so I had to find another group of people to help me out.
0: Oh, okay. Right. It's uh, they're, they're already biased. So they're, they're trying to, they're bringing up tricky, uh, tricky questions or.
1: Yeah. Stuff like that. Some tricky questions and that's fine and but besides those tricky things that they bring up there's not a whole lot else to discuss with them because a lot of them are not as invested in this way of thinking as people are here so most of the things that i discuss or ask they're usually answered either not at all or you know not very well it's it it doesn't really help but here i get so much uh discussion that makes my own head spin
0: it is yeah
1: i make theirs head spin in the other when i'm talking to them so i think it really helps to get all that exposure there's so many like Books and authors now that I've never heard of before that apparently I gotta read, right? Which, yeah. So the, it's an excellent resource to have, I think, to be here.
0: Yeah, I mean, because we we recently had some new members join, like uh, Thought Journey and 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 Voth, and they just come with their own new ideas and, and perspectives on things and. It's just, you never know Mm -hmm. who's going to join the next day. Like this, this other new person joined talking about Carl Jung. And it's like, wow, it just doesn't stop.
1: No, it doesn't. (laughs) I remember that boss joined then thought journey joined and it just keeps going. Another person joins. Right. So, I mean, is
0: it, is this something you'd you'd consider wanting uh, offline if it were available? Because we we talk often about uh, oh like yeah <laughs> having having Jordan Peterson meetups or you know meaning crisis meetups this sort of stuff.
1: It would be really great to, yeah, have this stuff offline as, and especially nearby. <clears throat> uh, I know that the goal. Part of the goal of this discord was to be able to get people that are close to each other to actually see that they're there and meet up and stuff like that, but um, so far, I think there's one person that's also in my state that is pretty far away so we still have a little work to do on that, on that sort of part of the channel but yeah I would really like to um, find more people around me in person that are interested in that kind of thing. So I don't know how really to make that happen, but I have like one or two people that I haven't talked to in a while that I think would be interested. So maybe Mm -hmm. we can start something around here. So I don't know. We'll see.
0: Oh, that sounds good. Like you could actually take the initiative and try to get something started.
1: Yeah, one of my friends... um, I think is a Christian. He's majoring in philosophy in college right now, so I think this would be definitely something that he'd be very interested in. Oh yeah, yeah. Hopefully we maybe we can get some kind of meeting started, some little thing going on, and hopefully that. what, What I'm really interested in is making communities come back together a little more, like they used to be, you know. And I think a lot of people want that. I mean, the funny thing is I started this conversation outside because I wanted to get some privacy and living in a suburban neighborhood, being outside is probably the most private space I could have, (laughs) (laughs) which is hilarious to me. So, yeah, it would be nice to get more of the community back together. And I think just a little meeting like I'm thinking of could at least start that. Because right now, the conversations people are having are all just ideological, uh, silly political talk that doesn't really matter as much as the talks we might have might matter. Because mostly what people are talking about is whatever's happening, some guy in the White House or some policy people are passing in federal legislation, stuff that really should hardly affect us at all when what would be much more useful is having conversations like we're having about our own faith and ideas about the world and understanding what each other thinks about the world and I think that would be much more useful to for people to understand each other and bring a community together than yelling at each other about (laughs) federal legislation would so and that's all the conversation I've seen around here so it's unfortunate but hopefully some meetings and some a little bit of advertising could help that so
0: yeah that's my hope. I hope I hope so man because it's been my impression that many people that I, I have approached they don't seem to be particularly interested like um, I recently talked to my younger brother, and um, he says, hey, what are you doing in Frankfurt? So I kind of had to explain to him that I had this meetup thing and a Discord server where I moderated and this and that. So, uh, yeah, my younger brother and I, we we, you know, were kind of very much in agreement about new atheism. And so mm-hmm. he's been sort of disappointed to see his older brother turn away from the faith, so to speak. And... <laughs> And so he's wondering how that happened. And I said, well, I've just been, you know, thinking a lot about things and reading a lot of books and thinking about, you know, what's reality and how does consciousness work and um, what's, you know, existence. And it's it sounds vague and, 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 and uh, shallow, but okay, let's say those are a couple right. of things I've been thinking about. And to to his degree and my older brother as well, it was more of the... Well, that's that's stuff you think about when you're drinking beer in college, not when you're, you know, your (laughs) age. And that just seems such a weird idea to me. Like, why wouldn't you think about these things?
1: Yeah, I mean, after college and after you've had all the drinking and all the fun and everything, and then you actually got to get down to the busy work and everything, that kind of sounds like the perfect time to be thinking about all this stuff when you might need a little meaning in your life that isn't just you know, when's the next party going to be?
0: Sure. And I mean, I didn't go to much of a trade school, so most of this stuff is new to me anyway. And not really having ever seriously bothered with religion or its metaphysics. There's just loads of interesting stuff here. So, but I I doubt I'd get them interested, by which I mean my brothers, in in a, a discord like this. Like they wouldn't mind having a bit of a discussion. But like you're saying, it usually goes into politics, uh, climate change, uh, inequality, which I'm not saying aren't important subjects, but that tends to be where things go.
1: Well, yeah, and also, (coughs) uh, it seems like in order to engage in a conversation in this Discord, you have to have some... Manner of education in the theological sense to be able to even engage in conversation because it's there's so many people just jump right into like stories in the Bible and ancient philosophers and stuff that anyone who doesn't know about that stuff might just be turned off by the inability to engage with them. So I don't know, I it how do you get someone to? want to engage in something that they're not yet able to engage in
0: well i mean i guess go ahead
1: what was that well so
2: i I wanted to expand on that so what what the practical implications of of the ideas you get here on the discord like so how do you integrate those in your life because that would also answer the question you just posed right like why would other people be interested
1: that's a good point practical applications yeah that would be a very good
0: practical applications is how how to be in the world yeah I mean like right 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 now I'm following this uh, Audible uh, great course, there's a series called The Great Courses on Audible, and one of them that caught my interest, it's called uh, Exploring the Darker Side of Humanity, and it's a series of lectures about, well, the darker side of humanity, and why do we do evil things, and (laughs) what is evil, and... Of course, in the fourth lecture, it goes into some of the religious ideas of sin. Uh, first, it talks about all these terrible things people can do, and it goes into sin, it goes into Buddhist and Hindu ideas, it goes to into Carl Jung's ideas on the shadow. And one of the reviews was somebody who gave it one star saying, I'm an atheist and I was really irritated that it went all into religion. And I'm thinking, you're watching a lecture series on good and evil, and you're concerned that religion comes into play
1: like what did you expect well yeah i don't think people don't realize that stuff like good and evil are inherently more of a faith based thing it's it's not like you know isaac newton was in a laboratory one day and discovered good and evil i don't <laughs> but it's just something we already have in our society that people think it's intrinsic to us. I guess that's because when you have so many people who are living in a secular lifestyle, but they still promote good values, then people think, well, we still have these things anyways, and my family's not religious, so therefore why would this stuff come from religion? Right. But it's all the framework that was built before us that allowed that to happen and I don't think people realize that
0: well and 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 when when they realize that they should point it out they they get a bit dismissive I mean you, you, you could see that in the the um, big conversation on Christian radio with uh, Justin Brierly between Tom Holland and AC Grayling where you know Tom Holland keeps pointing out that well it was actually Christianity that did all this and, Grayling keeps popping up these enlightenment French Revolution sort of age myths about well no it was actually the, the enlightened rationale people or the, the rational people that kept the, the knowledge alive and <laughs> made sure that we didn't go back into another dark age. And like,
1: <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah, that's true. But. Oh. I think um, part of also the reason why people might get upset that someone might point that kind of thing out is because, you know, everyone wants to have been right and there's a certain pride that comes with understanding how the world works. So then when somebody tells you, no, this is actually how the world works and it's totally different from what your worldview has been for so long, it's kind of hard to just accept that. But... Another thing that most people don't realize is a lot, maybe most Christians that exist are like those people who used to live in a secular lifestyle that kind of said, yeah, actually, this faith stuff does have more to it than I thought. And they they were, they made that leap like a lot of atheists don't want to, I I guess I could say.
0: Hmm. Well, I mean, if I look back at my last two years, I, I mean, like even today, I'm just still adjusting, still basically still reeling from the fundamental worldview shift I had to kind of push through. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I've been watching a lot of Inspiring Philosophies videos and a lot of it's above my pay grade, but uh, I just... Yeah, yeah it's, me too. <laughs> yeah. So as far as the how do you get other people to be interested in this stuff so um, I've been working with the pastor of my church who approached me uh, he says I want to do a lecture series Uh, maybe we start with with three uh, well not a lecture series a a group a group meeting a discussion group Uh, we'll have like three um, episodes let's say in in the new year and uh, I'd like you to be involved and I said sure so the plan Planet. is: we'll just bring people in and say, "Okay, um, it's it's the initiative is by you know this this recovering atheist and this the pastor, and we're just going to come together uh, at the the fire department uh, because I'm a member there. I can just get us a, a, a an office space there to talk. And mm-hmm. the first episode is just going to be, well, what is it to exist, and what do we think about meaning, and what do we think about good and evil, and um just just kind of go from there just kick the ball down and see what people think about it just get get, get words okay. going and then i think the second that episode uh, i i hope so i mean we kind of hope uh, that the idea is that in the second episode we'll go into just the awful things people can do you know bring in solzhenitsyn and you know the ordinary men polish police squad who during the war to kill all these people and talk about just just the awful things people are capable of and then the, maybe the third episode will bring it into well but there's also hope and there's there's a way that humans can be kind of maybe talk about some teleology and meh, for lack of of uh, you know bringing in agape uh and I don't know if it will go like this but this is kind of the rough sketch and and of course the hope is that after those three episodes these people that have will have joined since then, will still want to continue this.
1: And I bet a lot of them will, because this sort of thing is not present at all anywhere
0: else in our... Yeah, not where I found it. And, and I think... Go ahead.
1: Well, in, in mine it's that way. <laughs>
0: Yeah, but I mean, similarly, I haven't found it in my own village. And I mean, I'm I'm smack dab in the Bible Belt. I mean, you'd think there'd be more of this, but I haven't read about it yet. So we're going to have a little ad in the paper. See, see if we can draw some people in.
1: Awesome. That's a great. Uh, maybe I'll do something like that. That gives me some good ideas.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's certainly an approach that you could try. I mean, the one concern I have is that we are kind of coming in from, oh, it's a pastor and a guy who goes to church. They're probably going to try to, you know, get us hooked on God. And I, I do think we should stress that in our case, that's, that's not the angle. Like, we won't yeah. mind if it gets brought up, but it shouldn't be just another you know secret secret uh, potential conversion club because
1: <laughs> yeah i think it's important to say that look if anyone's gonna get hooked on god it's because god wanted you to it's not because we're gonna try
0: yeah i think that's fair
1: and i think although in a sense talking about all this sort of stuff and conversing with the meaning of the world kind of is a secret conversion club <laughs> to God.
0: And I've wondered about that, to be honest. Like, this Discord, sometimes I wonder if it's just turning into a bit too much of a, you know, religious of meaning instead of bridges of meaning. But, I mean, not that, not that I mind, but I'm selfish that way, because it's all I can think of for, you know, the last two years now. So... Uh, but I can well, understand. That's the, the-
1: interesting thing. Is- oh, sorry.
0: What- no, no, go ahead.
1: Okay. Well, that's the interesting thing is because I've been with a few different groups of people for a while now, and it's usually been a mixture of Christians and non Christians, atheists, agnostics, and stuff like that. And the interesting thing is. At first, everyone's kind of in their section, you know, all the atheists are like, yeah, whatever, believe what you want, I don't care. And, you know, us Christians are just talking together. But then, you know, after a long time, a few months, a year, a couple years, everyone seems to just suddenly start warming up to this Christian idea, even like, even some atheists I've known have just been like, yeah, you know... If there is a God, you know, He could help me out right now. I think, uh, and then they they just start warming up more and more. It's really weird. It's like having that mixture together just magically evangelizes people for some reason. <clears throat> yeah, and I think it it happens in our Discord sometimes too with some people where they come in with a certain mindset and realize one way or the other that. That's not actually what they believe, and then they suddenly realize they're in some other part of belief. So, yeah, it's interesting to see.
2: And if you're feeling that uh, there's too much religion going on, then you should join Voice Chat more. I'll talk you out of it. (laughs) (laughs) What was that? Oh, I I, I was making a commercial for joining the Voice Chat. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> is the, is that your uh your vocation nowadays are roots to to deconvert people
2: I'm, i don't have an agenda that way i'm i'm trying to open up people that's that's my agenda i'm not trying to convert or deconvert. i've that had great a, conversations with yeah. uh,
0: with you for what it's worth
2: yeah so... i i think there's there's a different element that and that's why i was going asking for the practical right i think there's a different element that is embedded in the relig- religious uh, perspective right? that is uh, not being talked about enough when you're talking about ideas uh, and and, that, and that's why i try to integrate the practical in the conversation because i i think there's also a way of being and, and a way of relating that is maybe more important than the ideas.
0: Can you elaborate a bit on that?
2: So So th- th- this whole religious project is is fundamentally how to be, right? And, and there we get into the agape, right? Like we, we need to have a stance in life right we have we have all these sins right and we need to stay away or have a proper relationship to them so so that we don't go astray and and all all of these things are ways how to to manifest yourself in the world and when when you keep the ideas too much on on a conception then you forget that half of the equation at least i I see people forget that part
0: yeah that might be because something that andrew said like our secular society makes that really easy because we're not forced to really think about those things
1: especially since those things have been forced out of most education and stuff
0: Well and I mean if if I look at back at myself I could just easily say oh well this religion yeah it's it's bunk and you know we're just going to get rid of it and because I can just fall back on culture <laughs> without seeing it was the same damn religion so yeah
2: <laughs> right so, so what you're saying is, I, I see it as some sort of disease. We've been infected. we we're, we're just we're just compulsively putting everything in boxes, and and that becomes the way we relate to the world. And I I think part of this symbolism and this religious narrative is is that we escape this mindset and. Find a different way to relate to the world and to relate to to ourselves as well.
0: Hmm. I think that's very well said. We got about ten minutes, Andrew. Uh, is there anything you want to get in?
1: Oh. Uh, I'm thinking. I think there was something. I don't know can you think of anything else i might i maybe should talk about anything people might...
0: oh boy now i'm being put in the spot
2: uh well what are you gonna do next <laughs> half a year like how do you see yourself evolving
1: how do i see myself
2: yeah like what do you see yourself evolving like how do you want to grow
1: like That's a good question. I just want to learn how to, what the right thing to do is, and how to believe correctly, too. Um, And there's some times that I think that maybe I'm already doing that, but, well, not, I mean, obviously not always doing the right thing, but believing is kind of a tricky thing to understand. So that's something I want to really get a good grasp on. Although I would already say that I believe in God and I believe in Jesus's sacrifice. But I want to make sure that I do because I know that just saying it doesn't make it true because there's people who will say that kind of thing and lie just to take advantage of other people. And I know it's not a feeling because you can feel certain feelings and still do the wrong thing or you could still say the wrong thing. So it's a very tricky word to to figure out. But that's definitely one word I want to really get a good grasp on is belief. And I also want to make sure I learn the right thing to do. And that's also tricky because... As I've learned from all our conversations, one of the things to be aware of is not to follow the letter of the law too strictly like God's law, because then you'll become someone who's only concerned, you'll be like a robot, who's only concerned with what the law says and not what you should actually be doing. And I think to about the, the Pharisees who uh-huh. said stuff like, well, you can't heal someone on the Sabbath, and you, you can't do this or that, and why are you doing that, Jesus? And and Jesus says, you know, well, it, that's not what this is about. It, this is about doing the right thing, it, not following a law. And it, it reminds me of, like, if there, if let's say this uh, infirmary, and the infirmary is run by robots. Bots, and you got to go in and check in with the robot, and then you go in the back room and get a procedure. But let's say there's a fire in the in the infirmary, and then you go the robot, and you're like, "Hey, help me out! There's a fire. Where's the fire hydrant?" Robot, I need to fill in the paperwork and sit down in the lobby, please. And and it's like, what? But there's a fire. But you know, those robots are just following exactly what they're programmed to do, exactly what they were told to do, and they don't care whether you know, there's something else that's bigger that they need to be helping or doing something about because that's not what they're programmed to do. So it's important not to be like, you know, some robot that just follows the law, but it's also important not to ignore it so that you have no basis in understanding what you should be doing. Exactly. So that's another tricky thing. I know I've heard people describing it as the letter of the law versus the spirit of the law so following what we were told to do versus doing just what we should be doing so yeah there's that too that i want to figure out and the last thing that i really want to get good at is understanding how to connect with other people on their level and not get too concerned with uh, helping them from my level, everyone's on a different level. So if I'm talking to an atheist and I'm trying trying to tell him about my religion, thinking that there's a lot of wisdom in it and maybe he'll help, he'll be benefited from it. It might not because he's in another place and I could be talking to someone or someone could be talking to me in that way. And I might not understand what he's saying and I'll get all upset. So yeah, I really want to be able, because... I think that's a big part of being able to bring a community back together is actually being able to talk with each other on their level Mm. and helping them in that way so that nobody feels like they're being uh, either evangelized or someone's being condescending to them. And then they just get turned off and want to walk away and not talk to anyone. But I don't want that to happen. I want people to be able to talk to each other and understand each other better and actually have some kind of community where people don't go out to work, sit in an office or wherever they work from for however many hours and go home to their own little wooden castle where they don't talk to anyone else. (laughs) And I think uh, there is a possible way to fix that by understanding really how we can talk to other people.
0: I I think that's very much, what what we hear Peterson saying is Rule Nine, where you know assume the other person knows something you don't. It's like it's like joining the Discord and thinking I'm going to convince other people of this thing today instead of like, well, I wonder what <laughs> exactly. they think about this thing.
1: Right. Exactly. And I guess, you know, the funny thing is, a lot of people that I talk to. I work at a food store that is like a mile up the road from me so i get to see a lot of people that i've known for a long time and the funny thing is a lot of other people i talk to pretty much everyone if i say oh yeah i saw this person from high school they always say oh i hate seeing people i know from high school or i hate seeing this person i hate seeing people that i know where i work or something like that and i'm like i it confuses me i'm like why because it's so interesting to me to see someone after a decade and then be like, "Oh, hello. How have you changed? What's happened over all this time?" It's 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 such an exciting thing to me to see someone that I haven't seen in a long time. Like I really I I get like this surge of energy whenever I see someone I know that I haven't seen in a long time, that I don't understand why other people would be so adverse to that maybe they maybe they feel that too and don't like it
0: (laughs) well but did you have a particular did you have a particular relationship with those people before uh, before, when you last saw them
1: yeah a lot of the people i see um, are people that i've gone to school with since grade school or i haven't seen since grade school and there's there's people's parents that I haven't seen in a long, long time. Like the food store is like a, just a time warp for me. I, you know, one day I'll see my history teacher from senior year of high school. The next day I see my fifth grade teacher who I haven't seen in decades. And it's it's all over the place. It's like suddenly I'm just visiting different parts of my timeline. There. Mm. It's a really bizarre thing. So... And, you know, another day I'll meet one of my best friends from a long time ago who I did Boy Scouts with all the time. And I see I this happened to me the other day. I saw I saw um, one of my best friend's fathers and he's running around trying to find a gingerbread house and he doesn't recognize me at all. It's the most bizarre thing because I I hung out with this kid so much and it was it was really odd just seeing him run around and not <laughs> recognize me at all. It was so funny. But yeah, I see a lot of people that I I did have fairly personal connections with, and it's a really interesting thing to see them again. And I I know a lot of people don't think this way, but I, I felt like I've had a pretty personal connection to a lot of people that I went to school with, and I was pretty bitter about... Uh, the fact that everyone just leaves and goes to a college in some other part of the world and hardly comes back and we don't ever see each other again because there's these people that I've known for 12 years, gone to this building with them every single day for hours and then they just vanish and you never see them again and I, I think that's an awful thing <laughs> I know a lot of other people don't think that but that's one part of the what I think is more of a death of a community is just all these people that I've known and was raised with that kind of just disappear and if you don't live in a small town that that's just kind of what happens I think
0: yeah yeah maybe they just all couldn't wait to get away and leave that stuff behind
1: Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) And it's nice to go out and see another part of the world and kind of be able to fend for yourself a little bit. But uh, there's really this, I think people form a special connection with each other the longer they know each other. And when people just want to let go of that and move somewhere else and start over and and it's every single person, I I think everyone's kind of just throwing something away there.
0: Yeah, I, I, that's just I how ha- I see it. I have had similar experiences with seeing people I hadn't seen in a long time. And yeah, it's always going to be a bit awkward, but sometimes you just you know, want to know what happened to them in all that time. And they're not really all that interested in talking to you. So maybe to them it's yeah. just, yeah, I don't want to remember all that. Or... Uh, yeah, that well,
2: could so- be it too. So I think it's part of the more modern narrative that you, it's a stage of life, right. That is preparing as opposed to actually part of your life. Mm. So, and I also think that you've seen them in, in a state where they were not fully adults. So, you know, their quirks and mm. right. All the things they don't want to show to the world.
0: Right, yeah, It's vulnerability. And
2: then they have to be self-conscious. When when you remind them of them, so I don't think people like that in general.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: that's true. <laughs> I've had a couple people that wanted to get away from where I live so badly that I thought, you know, I'm from this place, so they're probably going to be reminded of, you know, all the this whole area if they're still talking to me. So I bet. On whatever social media we are on, they're just going to block me real soon because if I'm still talking to them, they're going to remember this place. And what do you know? I blocked a couple months later. So that's very true that people sometimes just don't want to remember any of it and don't want a connection to it really want to start off fresh. So <laughs> it could be on a lesser level for most other people that they just don't really want to engage with that sort of past, I guess
0: yeah well but maybe they want to talk about religion and philosophy now <laughs> <laughs>
1: that could be too which would be pretty cool right
0: <laughs> yeah who knows just just start printing out these cards and hand them out um they, yeah, they think you'll have joined a cult or something <laughs> i um i gotta stop it here andrew um we're at the hour okay and uh yeah Sounds thanks to me. Th- thanks for uh, for sitting down to talk
1: Thanks for having me. It was, it was really great. I really enjoyed all the things. And I, I look forward to hearing what people think about this conversation.